Welcome to the Embrace Your Life podcast, the place to be to live authentically and simply embracing your life with your host, Kayla LQ. On today's episode, I have the privilege to speak with someone who's truly inspired to make a positive impact in the world. She's a life and mindset coach and focuses on helping millennials to enhance the quality of their relationship with themselves and live a life that brings them true happiness. By helping people to untangle the knots, holding them back from reaching their goals, she's contributing to her life mission. Help me welcome our guest, Andy Dira. Hi, Angie. Hi, Kayla. Thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Angie, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what do you do exactly? Yeah, so sure. So, I mean, you said it brilliantly, but uh, my name is Angie. I am a life and mindset coach. I got certified uh, by Jay Shetty. Uh, which was an incredible experience and yeah i really i'm really on a mission just to make the world a happier more fulfilled place i feel like if we were all happier and more fulfilled just the world would be a very different place um and i'm a firm believer in the ripple effect right like we do one good thing and it kind of ripples on and on into other people so collectively i have no doubt that that's a mission that can come true Hmm, I love that. Can you tell us a little bit more about what set you on that path to become a coach in the first place? And why did you really want it to change the world for the better? You know, Kayla, I think about that question a lot. And I get asked that question a lot. And I it's not like one day I woke up and I was like, aha, I'm gonna be a life coach. You know, it wasn't like that. But I, I always knew I wanted to work with people. I always knew I wanted to have an impact. I just didn't know how. And it wasn't until I started my own kind of journey of self-discovery um, and really try to find my purpose and, and try to find my why, really, that I came across coaching. And it transformed my life like a complete 180. And now I'm just so lucky and honored and humbled to say that I do the same for my clients as well. Mm, beautiful. So... I'd like to go deeper into your own journey and what was it like before and now. So what was like transformative? What helped you to transition onto your journey? So something that's always been common, uh, I've always been a very positive person. I mean, from the youngest age I, I can recall, I've always been a glass half full kind of person. Um, and I've always prioritized happiness, but my perspective has drastically changed uh, between then and now. And in my past, prioritizing happiness, um, it was more so instant gratification than it was happiness. And as I'm sure many of us can relate, instant gratification isn't always the best for us. <laughs> you know, sometimes it derails us. And and kind of that, that chase for happiness uh, in my past truly did derail me for the longest time. And it led to you know, some of my, my most unhappy moments. Um, and so I, I struggled, I struggled for a very long time. And, um, you know, my, my relationship wasn't going well, I wasn't, you know, prioritizing my career, my education, my relationship with my family was everything was kind of a mess. And I kind of I, I, I really say, like, I look back, and I feel like that was my rock bottom back then. And I, 
I had to make a choice, right? I had to decide if I was just going to to play this victim role and and you know just stay in this kind of um, little hole I created for myself, or if I was going to take action and kind of change it for myself. And I decided to take action, <laughs> and yeah, and my life changed truly. Beautiful. And what are some of the action concretely that you took in order to shift from the perspective that you had and like the victim mentality that you have prior to now being the owner, taking full ownership of your life and in your experience? You know, I would say the number one thing is that I started to realize that we have to get uncomfortable, you know, mm-hmm. and We talk about it a lot, but we don't do it enough. And the the biggest one, the biggest one that's been the biggest contributor to me is getting uncomfortable with my own thoughts, you know, really listening to those thoughts or that dialogue that you kind of try to push to the side and not deal with it. Um, and I did that for a very long time. And I, you know, I would distract myself or find ways to kind of avoid listening to that part of me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't helping me. You know, if we want to grow, we have to go through it. There's no, there is no other way. <laughs> it has to be through. So we have mm-hmm. to deal with it. So yeah, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable or as comfortable yeah. as I can be. <laughs> you I know? love that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like when we are going through a rough path, the first thing that comes to mind is we always try to avoid and run away because that's our like instinct behavior to protect ourselves, right? Like run, fight, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, But I can attest that, like, it's true. It's the only way to fully kind of live our experiences through it. It's not avoiding it. So I love that. Yeah. And when you're saying, like, true, what are, like, exactly are you referring to for those who are not familiar with what you're expressing? So more in details, like, what does that look like? Or what action do you need to take in order to fully get through it or pass through that struggle or phase that you're in? So there's definitely multiple stages to it. It I always say the number one thing is that st- everything, almost everything I would say starts with awareness, right? Mm-hmm. So when I, like referring back to that story I just shared with you, the number one thing I had to do was realize that I was putting myself in a victim mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and so many of us do that because Because it's easier. We don't want to take accountability for kind of, we, it's much easier to say things are happening to me than being like, this is a product of my decisions and my actions and my belief system and all of that. We tend to not want to do that. Um, and it's a lot easier to deflect away. But so the number one thing is start with awareness. Um, step two, I would say process it right? Like try to understand and make sense of it as much as you can. And this can be, um, it's going to be a long process. It could be a short process. It really does depend on how often you train your mind to kind of go through that, um, process to begin with, Uh, but, uh, definitely process it. And I also, so I said earlier as well that I was kind of distracting myself at the same time. I mean, I, I would be lying if I told you I never distract myself anymore. <laughs> We're human in the end of the day, right? But now, even if I am about to distract myself, I am very aware that I am distracting myself. And I kind of, like, I would, if something happened that kind of bothered me, I would acknowledge it, take it in, call it out for what it is, 
say mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable by this because of this, like as specific as I can be. Mm-hmm. And then if I needed a distraction for a little bit, I would allow myself that as well because, you know, we're all human in the end of the day and it's important to listen to ourselves as long as we're not in, in, in denial. <laughs> mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 When you're saying distraction, I'd like to elaborate more a bit on, about that is like, for me, what I think of a distraction is like procrastinating and doing stuff that you don't want to do. Like you're harming yourself more than maybe, um, you should just because you're avoiding a certain emotion or a certain thought or a certain thing in your life. Right. So like that could be anything from gaming to food to whatever pleasure. So what are like some of the biggest thing you've overcome in terms of distracting yourself and what have you replaced them with now? So like I said, I still do have um, times when I do allow myself to distract myself, but it is very different also the way I do it now as opposed to the way I did it before. Um, Before, I remember very distinctly, there was a time in my life where I was just, the thoughts in my head, I just didn't want to deal with any uh, negative thoughts in my head. And I would only want to go to places where it was loud enough or, you know, crazy enough that I, I would like, it would be impossible for me to sit down and be with my thoughts. Um, So that to me is, is unhealthy because I'm, I'm actively, you know, looking for things that will, you know, completely block out my thoughts, which is Definitely, I, I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> as, opposed, as opposed to now where, you know, you can distract yourself with other things. So like sometimes, yes, it is derailing us. Like when we procrastinate or even if we're gaming or like sitting around <laughs> binging Netflix for a little bit, it's fine. You can have those, you know, it's like you can have those days or, or you know, a couple of hours or whatever. But don't, you know, call it out for what it is mm-hmm. and and, you know, in, instead of thinking of it as a as a form of escape, reward yourself. Use it as a form mm-hmm. of reward. You know, I like that. yeah, it kind of get in that habit of talking yourself up, not down. You mm-hmm. know, I, I know that as a mindset coach and a life coach, um, the benefits of coaching is really like being able to have that perspective from an outside kind of view from your own life right so what is the benefits to actually changing our mindset and what does it look like exactly to do that so there's so many benefits honestly but the number number one benefit you gain is clarity and when we have clarity it's it becomes really hard for you not to take actions that will serve you because you become so clear on what you want your path to be what you want your life to look like, what your priorities are, what your values are. When you have clarity over all of that, acting in, you know, not acting in alliance with that is difficult <laughs> because what we want is so clear. So clarity is a huge one. Um, the second thing I would say is that also you 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 become you become you know you open yourself up to new opportunities, to new challenges. You become a, you know, you become a, a, a learner of who you are as a person. And, you know, it, it, it's crazy to me how many of us live our whole lives and we don't know who we are. 
too many people <laughs> live entire lives and they don't truly know who they are. We, we spend so much time getting to know our friends or potential partners and do we spend even half that time getting to know ourselves and you know and if if we did it would we need to invest in ourselves it mm. it changes our lives really <laughs> no absolutely i love that how you said it. it was beautiful that you pointed out exactly what you said is we spend so much time trying to please people trying to fulfill their needs or their wants and we don't spend as much time getting to know our true self and getting to know what we want and how we want to show up in the world so i it's true the benefit of all is truly to self-awareness is, is like the number one key self-awareness and then allowing yourself without guilt to be at peace with learning yourself getting to really know who you are at the core and expressing that into the world i love that 100%. that's spot on also what you said about you know um, meeting other people's needs we do that for so long and we do it for so long that sometimes we get we, we mistake them for our own needs. We feel like those are, are what we're actually seeking when in reality mm. may not be aligned at all with what we want out of life. Yeah, definitely. So Angie, what would be the significant milestone in your career or along your journey that represented like a big win for you? Um, or even a loss or something that helps you to strive and become the person you are today? There's so many, honestly, there's so many, but um, two things stand out for sure. The first one is the power of self-belief. It really is the foundation to everything that we hope to accomplish or accomplishing, it's everything. Um, it starts there really you are you know you are as there's a there's a quote I love so much it's uh, Henry Ford I've always referenced it whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right mm -hmm. and that's you know that, that that's it right there right so to everyone listening <laughs> believe that you can and and you will you know mm -hmm. so that's been a huge one for me and just getting in the habit of training my mind to 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 work for me not against me mm -hmm. and the second thing is find a support system a community something that you know like-minded people people on a similar journey to you with similar aspirations because because it's a it's a journey and you know it's like it's like you're going on a road trip you want to be in a car with like people that are going to, you know, hype out to your music and, you know, dance and sing along with you. So you want, you know, fill your car up with the right people. Or peace and quiet, if you like peace and quiet too. Also, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, I get it. It's finding your tribe, finding your... Yes. It's finding your tribe. It's finding the people that you are aligned with and that you think alike. And I think it's also good to go uh, along with people who don't think like you, but has similar interests or goals because For you can sure. learn so much from their perspective and from that as well as another way to, because I, I used to work uh, in a multicultural association and I could see people, we, we kind of naturally go we tend to go to the people that we know because we're alike. And I think that's where 
as a cross-cultural facilitator back then, we used to teach people on exactly the opposite. It's like, try to gravitate towards people you don't know and expose yourself to others so that you can grow your mindset, so that you don't have a fixed mindset, that you can have a growth mindset and start discovering and appreciating difference um, and the culture and everything that comes along with all of that. So yeah. A thousand percent. I completely love and agree with that. And I find, you know, it's how we learn. You know, if we weren't mm -hmm. exposed to different perspectives, we wouldn't learn <laughs> anything, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so it's uh, it's definitely something really important, and you're 100% spot on. It is how we we grow, and we do enhance our mindset, and we do gravitate more towards a growth mindset, for sure. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about an experience where you would have to put yourself in a situation where you had to challenge yourself and get out of your fixed mindset to have a growth mindset? Yeah, so I mean, the more I looked at, you know, the more I studied growth mindset and fixed mindset, you know, on, on in plain ways, it's very easy to to be like, you know what? No, I have a growth mindset, especially if you're someone that's into, per, uh, you know, personal development, you mm -hmm. know, you're like, obviously I have a growth mindset, but the reality of it is the vast majority of us have a mixture of mm -hmm. both. It just varies on the topic, right? Mm -hmm. So when it's something that's your forte, you know, like I, I, I do believe when it comes to coaching, I'm very in the growth mindset Uh, field like if there's something I don't know I know I believe I can learn it and I can get better at it and I know I can you know I know I can get there but if you you know talk to me about something else that's maybe not my element really or something I'm not very interested in you'll definitely tend to find fixed mindset uh, elements there so it's kind of natural to have a mixture of uh, both just depending on the area mm. uh, but I definitely I mean I, I, I can't think of a particular challenge, but I will tell you that I'm constantly reminding myself to be in the growth mindset because we have to catch ourselves in those moments of when your mind creeps in and it starts mm. telling you those little things like, ah, oh, can you really do that? Or, you know, or this is a little bit uncomfortable. You have to know how to respond back to your mind. Mm. And the foundation of that is strengthening your why. Because if, if you know and you have that clarity that we spoke about earlier, responding back to your mind when it's trying to like hold you back becomes very, you know, becomes almost like an instinct to you. Mm. So how would, they, how would you say that we dig deeper into finding our why? What does it look like and how do we find our why? Coaching. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, coaching, definitely talking to someone, whether it is, you know, with your coach or with a friend Uh, I, I'm a talker. I process mm -hmm. when I talk, but different people process differently. So it really, so start there, identify what is your best way to process uh, what you're feeling and expressing yourself. Uh, so it could be talking, it could be writing. Some people like to record themselves and listen to themselves as well. So find kind of like a medium that works for you, where you're really able to Um, dig deeper. Journaling is also a great, great, great one. Kind of like you start off somewhere and it kind of takes you into this whole other um, journey, right? So find a way where you can really dig deeper with yourself and don't be afraid of the uncomfortable questions. You know, don't like tap into that <laughs> as much as you can and don't assume, 
Mm-hmm. Get curious, right? So if you and and get curious, be specific with yourself. If you say, you know, I wanna I wanna be happy. What does happy mean to you, right? What like define that word? Not like what everyone thinks it is, or what your parents or your partner thinks it is. What do you think it is? Mm-hmm. Um, so get specific with yourself as well. And the last thing I would say is don't put massive pressure on yourself that your why or your purpose need to be this massive, massive thing. Because I feel like so many of us overlook our why and our purpose because we feel like this isn't big enough to be a purpose. And I think that's the biggest problem <laughs> that we face, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I would, I, would definitely, I would definitely start there and uh, yeah, just stay curious with yourself. I love that. I'd like to add on what you kind of just shared here. Yes, it's, please. <laughs> it's, it's really about when you're saying like, we tend to like overlook our why and like we kind of feel like we need to have like this big, massive, like impact, life purpose, all of these beautiful words that mean nothing if you're not taking action on it. But uh, at the end of the day, I feel like if you're not really like curious about yourself and what the impact you want to bring in the world, then you're wasting your time just kind of thinking about what is your purpose. <laughs> so I always said, you're going to find your purpose when you start taking action. Like stop being afraid and start doing rather than thinking. I mean, you, you, you need to sit at some point and think <laughs> and kind of have a sense of direction of where you're aiming or where you're going it's like if you have a blindfold and you're trying to aim like at the dartboard like chances are you're not going to aim the center um or reach the center but if you have like a clear path a clear vision of where you're what you're aiming for along that journey of taking action step by step you're going to reach and find your purpose through the the action rather than thinking how you can do it so i don't know that's yeah that's been my experience it's like people are like oh, but you're so successful and you do this and you do that. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's the success. It's the journey of getting somewhere. It's not even like the title or it's not even like what I'm doing. But for instance, like this podcast is a creation of stepping into the unknown completely. I had no previous experience of podcasting. And because of it, uh, just like being able to see it like the mission was helping people to share their stories and their authentic self and speak their truth without being censored or anything and that was my vision and that's what this podcast is all about it's not about me it's not about you know the skills it's about the journey to helping um helping make that purpose or that vision alive so i i like it i like how you shared that and it's true we we tend to overcomplicate things and we think oh, we need to do like a massive thing and we need to do like big things, like those big names out there that I won't name because I'm not being promoted for them. But (laughs) you know who I'm talking about when I'm talking coaching. You know who I'm talking when I'm talking about computer or all of these things um, takes time and they, they don't happen overnight and they happen through the course of taking action. Massive action, yes, but action. Just start small, start where you are and start what, what you have, right? A thousand percent. And you, I'm so happy that you touched on that because it is so true and so important because, you know, knowledge and educating ourselves, okay, super important. We have to have that, but it is nothing if you are not implementing, 
-hmm. right? So there is a point where even you saying, ah, I need to research more or I need to learn a little bit more is a way of holding yourself back because the mm. best way you're going to learn is by like exactly like you said, go out there, try, see what works, see what doesn't work, improve and keep going. And that's kind of, that's the journey for you. And that's how you create that success you were talking about. Absolutely right. It is the journey. It is the process. And nobody that's doing anything new has everything figured out, right? Mm. <laughs> it's impossible. Everybody's kind of experimenting and, and, you know, improving and keep, you know, just keep going. Yeah. There's always going to be that learning curve and it's always going to be edgy when you're going to like try something new that you're not comfortable with or that you're not familiar with. I, I wouldn't yeah. say comfortable, but definitely. I I um I really think that people who are interested in personal development always have that kind of like pushing themselves outside the comfort zone easier in a sense that they're like, they like it. They like the challenge of being put in a situation where they can learn and grow. But what would you tell those people who are not there yet and don't have that kind of mindset and perspective about their life? What would you tell them that they like a tip or a trick or something that could help them to really pivot towards that mindset? So, yeah, I, I would start with everybody starts from zero. Even even the people that are the most interested in personal development, even the top 1% in the world at one point had no idea what this was, right? It was new to them as well at one point. So everybody has that point and everybody's journey is different. So never compare your journey. Um, start where you're at. And my number one thing would be just baby steps, you know, Take the smallest, identify what it is you're trying to work towards, whatever it is, and take the smallest step you can take today. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's just one baby step. Consistency is your best friend. So don't mm. overwhelm yourself. Don't be like, oh, my God, there's all this, you know, because there's always things we don't know, and there's always going to be more to learn. So it's very easy to get overwhelmed. but narrow it down, set, break it down as much as you can and one little step. <laughs> I love that. I really love that. <laughs> so Angie, as we come to an end, what would be your like something that you could leave our listeners to live their most authentic life? I would say know who you are, get to know yourself, you know, because authenticity, authenticity has become one of my values when I when I got into coaching and I wouldn't have known it's my value un until I gave myself the opportunity to truly get to know who I am as a, as a, as a person, as a, you know, as a friend, as a daughter, as a, as so many different layers, as a coach, all of them and embrace who you are, the good and the bad. And, you know, just be you, be you and, and let your shine come through. Mm, I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. It was super great having you on the show. If people want to uh, stay in touch with you, Angie, where can they find you at? So best place to find me is always Instagram. Um, it's Angie Gira. And the second best, I'd say, is LinkedIn. So whatever <laughs> platform is your platform of choice, you can uh, reach out to me there. And I'd love to say hello. <laughs>
<laughs> Great. So I'll put the link in the description below for people to stay connected with you and learn how you can they can keep growing with you and learning more about themselves along the journey. It was so nice having you on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kayla. It was such a pleasure being here as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. If you like this episode, make sure to subscribe and share it with your friends and family. Also, head on over to our website, embraceyourlifepodcast.com, to learn more about how you can live your most authentic life. Thank you for listening, and until next time, remember to embrace your life.